Pitt officially ranked number 17 in the AP pool. Let's talk about the meaning of that and why it is so important for Pitt moving forward. Coming up on this episode of Locked On Pitt. You are Locked On Pitt, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Folks, welcome back to another episode of Locked On Pit. As always, I am your host, Nick Farabaugh. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, turn on the notification bell, do all those good things. If you are listening to this, make sure to leave a review. Folks, today's episode of Locked On Pit is brought to you by LinkedIn. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. And folks, we've got to talk about it, right? Because absolutely huge news for Pitt is that they are ranked. And we didn't really know necessarily if this was going to happen, right? Was Pitt actually going to be ranked? Were they going to end up, you know, more towards the bottom? Are we talking more of a, a 20-ish to you know, 25 situation. Are we talking about a top 15, top 20 situation? Well, Pitt ended up in about the middle there at 17 and in the coaches pool, they're 16. So Pitt ends up with really good positioning here. And this is something that I think went underappreciated last year, right? Because when Pitt was even at their best last year, they weren't much higher than this. So they're going to be started out at a much higher floor than they had last year. They don't have to climb up the poles and get ranked anymore. Folks, all they have to do now is win, and they're going to keep climbing and climbing and climbing. In those first two weeks, now look even more important because West Virginia, Tennessee, Tennessee, the first team outside that bubble right now, in the top 25, that could be a ranked matchup on ABC. That needs no introduction from me of how important that could be. Everyone knows what that could be for Pitt, right? That could be a program-changing type of thing. Because then you win both of those games. Well, folks, you're knocking on the top 10 at that point probably because you'll have a ranked win, you'll have a big win over your rival, and that's what you really need. And so every time I think about something where Pitt gets ranked and and they're somewhere around that top 20-ish range – if they go 2-0, they're going to go into Kalamazoo on the border of that top 10. And certainly, as long as they win in Kalamazoo and take care of business against Rhode Island, they could go 4-0 into conference play, potentially in the top 10. So we are talking about a huge opportunity for Pitt here. And so when you get to the discussions of, is Pitt going to make the playoffs? Where are they going to stand in bowl relevancy? How relevant is their bowls going to be? right away how relevant are their games going to be later in the season folks i hate to say it but having that number next to your name makes you much more attractive in that area become a more attractive brand that year in college football and so Pitt's a much more attractive brand now because the thing that that hurt Pitt last year even as they won the acc championship was no one really expected them to do what they did no one expected them to go 11 and 3 
No one expected them to run the table in the ACC and go to the Peach Bowl where they could have won that game. So they never really had opportunities to actually pop in those big game scenarios. And I always think this, this is underrated when you look at what Pitt needs to do. It's that fact that, yes, you put everyone on notice by what you did last year. But when you are building a different type of program, you have to stack years. And we've said this many times here on Locked on Pit. Yanks, if you don't stack years, what does it mean? What are you actually doing if you do not stack years? Well, you're not doing much of anything. Pitt needs to become more than just an ACC championship team under Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison and, and all that. They need to become legit as a unit, as a brand, as a program. Pat Narduzzi needs to rise in the hierarchy of coaches. He needs to be recognized as someone. And so that's the most important thing here. This is how you brand build. You have a breakout year. And then you follow that up with another breakout year and you start to put continuity together and you start to put some level of consistency to your success. That's why starting out at 17 is huge now, because this is the voters and the coaches, both the groups saying, okay, we see what you did last year, Pitt. We are going to respect that. And we're going to rank you 17. We're going to rank you high. Because remember now, Pitt lost Kenny Pickett. Pitt lost Jordan Addison. They lost Amara Mathis. They lost three very key contributors there. They've lost most of their linebacking core. Those aren't insignificant losses. When you lose the Belitnikoff winner, the Johnny Unitas Award winner, and a first-round draft pick and a would-be first-round draft pick, that is very, very big. But yet, they still rank 17th. That is... The voters giving Pitt the benefit of the doubt in what they actually bring to the table. And so Pitt better take this as a vote of confidence from the voters. It's an opportunity. Listen, if Pitt wins against West Virginia, if they win against Tennessee, if they go 2-0 and in those games, Pitt's going to rocket it up. And those voters are going to look at Pitt and say, man, these teams – yeah, they're a little bit uh they're they're a little bit different. And Pitt is right there with them. And that's what everyone needs to look at. This is a vote of confidence in the Pittsburgh Panthers football program. Take it as such and understand the implications of it. Because it's big. And it's gonna be big. And if we're talking about bigger things than just an ACC championship and just one year of bliss. This is an important step in establishing Pitt as some thought in every voter's mind when they go to the polls every summer to vote for the top 25, because it does matter. And we're going to talk more about why that matters and, and what this carries for Pitt but first, folks, I want to let you know about LinkedIn, because as you gear up for the fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster. 
and for free. Folks, all you have to do is create a free job post in minutes on, lock, on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. You can add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. There's simple tools like screening questions, and it makes it easy to focus on the candidates you want. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs the number one thing in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit podcast as we're continuing to discuss Pitt being in the AP poll here, number 17 overall. This is really good for Pitt. And it matters. And I know a lot of people will look at the polls and say, well, we, we, we could be completely out of the top 25 by the time the season ends, or a team that's not even in the top 25 can be in the top 10 by the time the season ends. Absolutely true but you actually have to look at it through the lens of a perception-based thing, a public relations type thing, because your brand is about how much the public cares about you. How much do you drive ratings? And why does that matter? Well, conference realignment, for one, is going to be a big reason why that matters, right? But two, you also have to note that Pitt itself is trying to make itself a brand for that conference realignment, for the ACC to look stronger, for more money. So being a brand in college football is also important because then you get the recruits, then you get more lucrative offers, then you get more local fan interest. You get all of that that comes with winning in a brand, and you are a draw at that point. Pitt needs to become a draw. And I think that's what kind of gets lost in the fluff of everything. Listen, Pitt needs to be a draw, folks. They need to be a draw. And that's what this is going to do. And public perception is based on that ranking. So if they're number 17 and then they win and they're number 11 or 10, everyone's going to say, well, that team's pretty good. And if they carry it out and they're 10 and 2, where are they actually going to be at? They're probably going to be around 10, 9. Because the thing with Pitt last year was they had the scratch and claw. So one loss meant that you could be 23. You could have been 6-0 and number 23 dropped out of the poll for you with one loss, right? Well, now you get one loss. Say you're, I don't know, 6-1. and one, You could still be ranked in the top 10 or the top 15. You have room for losses, for mistakes. And Pitt didn't have this luxury last year. And so that is something that I also think is going to be huge for Pitt is the fact that obviously you do not want to lose ever. But listen, Pitt can now take a little bit of comfort and say, okay, the sky isn't falling necessarily in terms of that public perception interest if we lose. And I always think that's a super underrated part of this entire puzzle. Pitt needs to be a team that has that kind of leeway, that has that ability to 
lose a game and then rise back up because they just haven't been in recent years. And every time they've been ranked in the polls, that hasn't ended well, right? I mean, look at the history of when Pitt has been ranked before week one. This is their highest ranking since 2010. I'm talking 12 years here. 12 years. They've lost to Utah, lost to Bowling Green. It's not been pretty. And so now the, pro- the, the, the challenge with Pat Narduzzi's team now is, well, how do you handle the success? Because they're going to need to. They're going to need to be able to handle that success. They're going to need to be able to understand what success brings. It's going to bring competition. They are going to be the hunted. And so I look at Pitt now as one of the five ranked ACC teams joining Clemson, Miami, NC State, and Wake Forest. And I say, this is time. You're going to take that leap. This is when you do it. This is when you take that leap and become more than just something. And that matters because public perception matters in college football. It always does. It always has. And this ain't going to be no different. This is going to be very, very important for Pitt to come out, start strong, and pull through a 10 and 2 season. But even as they're ranked 17, say they do start, you know, 10 and that say they do start 2 and 0. And maybe they end up 9 and 3 or something like that. Like they this is a ranking where Pitt could potentially go 9 and 3 and be one of those teams that's still ranked. So you can get a, a higher bowl bid in that case and, and you can be looked at as, "Oh, you went 9 and 3, but yeah, you were actually pretty good because you were ranked." And that does matter. And so Pitt having that leeway, it changes things. It changes how the season can be viewed from that perspective. And so I I look at Pitt right now at 17. You can't really mess around with that ranking much. I mean, it's not a bad ranking. That's about as good as you could hope for, right? You know, if if Jordan Addison was back, I, I think there would be an argument that maybe they should be a little higher. But you lost the Bolitnikov Award winner in a Heisman finals. And so Pitt definitely could have been short-sticked here. They could have got that short end of the stick for sure. But the fact that they're ranked 17th, I mean, that's a pretty good spot. So there's really no room to complain here because, quite honestly, Pitt won out. Pitt won out in this area. So what else can they do? But let's talk about the pressure now put on Pitt from that first two games perspective and everything else. But first, I want to let you know about Built Bar, because, folks, if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Are you ready? It's delicious, indulgent cookie dough. It's covered in chocolate, and Built is coming with the fire. Because cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture with real cookie dough chunks, and, of course, It's covered in 100% real chocolate. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein. That's right, 15 grams of protein in them. Folks, all you have to do is run to Built.com, snag a box for you and your family. It could be the perfect treat that you want. And like all Built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate, and that means they're healthy 
and tasty. So you don't have to munch down a protein bar that you don't like anymore. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order. Use the promo LOCKEDON15 against the promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off at Built.com. Folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit podcast here. And we're discussing this ranking because this is a big time, big time ranking for Pitt. And they need to show out this year. This has to be a big year for the Panthers. This has to be a year where Pitt comes and does something more than just win a little bit and go eight and four. This has to be a year where they take the next leap and they go up to the next level. These are hugely consequential games, right? I mean, seriously, these games are probably some of the most consequential games we have seen in Pitt's program, certainly over the last decade. So this is going to be huge for Pitt. Absolutely huge for Pitt. If Pitt wins, the national buzz is about to be through the roof because you have game day, a big rivalry game against West Virginia, and a potential top 25 matchup in primetime on ABC that's going to be nationally televised. It's about as good of a two-game stretch as you could ask for, other than, you know, obviously the Alabamas and and that of the world. If you're going to build buzz, this is huge for Pitt, and it's about as good of a stretch as you could schedule for that. And so you win week one, I don't know, it's 14 Pitt against 24 Tennessee. You win that game, maybe it's 11 to 10 Pitt against unranked Western Michigan. Those are big, folks. That type of stuff, that, that should get you excited. Like, that really should. It should get you excited about the type of buzz that Pitt can create this year. And the team has massive expectations to fill. And I understand that it's a different team. And and even though they bring back so many key pieces of that ACC championship team, like a Hava Bodenano, a Kalaja Kansi, all the five offensive linemen, Jared Wayne, Israel Canada. Gavin Bartholomew, the entire secondary minus Damari Mathis. It's still a lot to, to, to be bared with, right? Because Pat Narduzzi, in his pit tenure, has never been burdened with a thing like this, where how do you handle the success coming off of a wildly successful season? That's a completely different type of mentality. And Pitt's approaching it, like, they're not going to go to the ACC championship and just win the ACC championship. They're approaching it like, man, we're going to get a New Year's Six Bowl or we're going to go to the playoffs. Like, that is the goal. They're shooting for higher stars. I can't blame them. Because after what you did last year, it is hard to top that to a degree. Because they were so good last year and the offense was so dynamic and you had a Heisman finalist. And you had the Bolitnikoff Award winner. And you did so much last year that it feels like that special season, catching that again, it's hard. 
catching that lightning again, it's hard. It really is hard to catch lightning in the bottle when you're not a blue blood again. But Pitt has a chance here, and they have a lot of talent. A lot of talent. We're not just talking about a little bit of talent. We're talking about, you know, Kanade Mumfield, Israel Canada, those offensive linemen. The D-line is stacked. This is a really athletic, raw linebacking core, but a talented group. You can't help but be excited about some of the talent on this team, man. And so every time I look at Pitt's roster, I see that potential where they could go 10-2, and two, where they could go 11-1. and one. I don't know if they necessarily will, but this ranking allows them to maybe drop a game or two and still be okay with that national relationship buzz. Because you look at a 10-2 and two team – and say they do go to the, the ACC championship again, and they win it again. And they go 11-3 and three again. If you stack double 11-3 and three seasons, well, your buzz is going up because it showcases you're not just a one-year wonder. You have some level of consistency in your program, and you're going to get a lot of guys drafted from that group because you can see the talent in that regard too. Cansey, Baldonado, Dennis, Hill, Banny Candle, Warren, like all these guys are going to be guys that are going to be drafted at NFL level. And if he has a good year, Keaton Slovis. And so you have different types of things for that buzz. And you have a quarterback that certainly has some buzz to him because of what Keaton Slovis did at USC. So you have national buzz because of a variety of different factors, but it was because of the success you had last year and the voters looking at Pitt and saying, yeah, they've lost those, th- those three key pieces, but we're going to give them benefit of the doubt because we believe this team could be a little something. This team could be something. And they're in a, a league that is getting some recognition and some legitimate clout right now in this poll because of those five ranked teams. Obviously, Clemson's the highest ranked, but you got NC State at 14th overall in this poll. Miami at 16. Pitt is the fourth highest ranked team in the ACC in this poll. So they are in a conference that the voters here clearly believe will be a better conference than last year. A conference that could push each other. A conference that could do different things and give you a legitimate leg to stand on in terms of a conference of competition. And that's something that you really need. And so the storm here for Pitt, it's coming together. It's going to be the question of, do they capitalize on the buzz or do they not? They're ranked in a very nice spot at 17. They have the luxury to fail a little bit now if they want to. But if they're going to build that brand, if they're going to take that next leap, this is huge for Pitt. And this is why those first two games are so consequential and why that backyard brawl has more than just the, the backyard brawl return to it. For Pitt, that's a huge game. That's one of the hu- biggest openers. Because, again, we talk about that history, man. Their history as a ranked team, especially starting off the year, it's terrible. It's really bad. And so they need to overcome that, oh, it's Pitt, right? They need to overcome that moniker. People need to believe that this ain't the same old Pitt. And that's what's really going to make or break this season. Folks, as always, thanks for listening to the Locked on Pitt podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. And as always, as we end it, hail to Pitt.